What's good, people who live in the world and out of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth. As always, we back with another podcast, and I got a special guest, my boy Arthur the Magic Savage. Say what's up to the people. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? Ooh, we yes, man. sir. So, the boy on here, um, man, got the because, magic stick on the air, right? Yes, here. sir. No, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got him here because you know, like myself, he has experience, and like many of us, he has experience in the you know, the female, the female department, you know, <laughs> dating different races, dating, you know, mm-hmm. just. Different caliber of female, mm. so, um, you know, tested all the fruits, right? Yeah, there. let's. I just want to start by asking you a couple questions, bro. Is that cool with you? Yeah, go for it. <coughs> all right, man. So, um, if y'all got questions too, um, okay, I don't know if you start from the dome or what. I yeah. like got premeditated right Did there. Did you have a question? Hey, man, I gotta let you start first, man. You said you got the question. I'm just okay, uh, okay, so, um. Have you been in an interracial relationship? Uh, yep. I've uh, been in a relation, couple of interracial relationships before. Uh, with with what race? Hispanic and white. Hispanic and white. Okay. Um, but you're not talking uh, about give black us a, girls, just a little bit about, on what you're experiencing. You're talking about besides black girls, right? Um. Well, you can you like we could intertwine black, it. Black. Just you know. You could just give us your, um, because what I want to get into is, um, basically your interpretation of, you know, how it was dating each of them, you know, dealing with each different race. And, uh, just to let y'all know, Arthur is, um, he's biracial, he's Mexican and black. My man, the, the young Latin lover can roll his R's. <laughs> Player, but um, so give us a little insight, man, on like, like each of them, how the experience was with dating, you know, a black girl, a white girl, and a Hispanic right. girl or Mexican girl. Experience was great. I mean, black girl experience was incredible. Um, a lot actually has a lot in common with the black girl. Same with the Mexican girl. It was a lot in common. You know, I could I can keep up. I can speak their language. The lingo is. A1, the lingo is like synced. Everything's in sync. Um, as far as the white girl, though, the white girl was more of a um, more of a dive into another pool. It's more like a, I got to get her parents to approve of me or I got to win her dad over. It's more, there's more force on that. But it's like, oh, their family's not used to another culture. So it's like, there's a little bit of resistance. On top of, on top of deep conversations like there's things that i know i can talk to her about that will put us in sync and there's things that i know not to talk to her about which is not what she can't relate to like as far as as far as like issues that i have to go through being a minority you know opposed to her not being a minority there's things that she she's not gonna be able to go she's not gonna be able to relate to me on so i feel like there's a little filter to some type of extent when Mm -hmm. i was with the white girl and a lot of passive aggressive racism Mm -hmm. within her Mm -hmm. family um, the way I was treated passively was a little disrespectful. Um, I didn't like that. So, personally, me, I, I mean, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything against white women at all. But 
white women are not the ones for me. I've learned that throughout my time. And um, I mean, it's just, you just, either you can sit down and like pretend like you can relate to my struggles or you can just be honest with me, just say, hey, simple. And like a minute, you can just tell me, you know what? Honestly, I can't relate to anything you're going through. And that'll be a much finer answer. Instead of trying to fit it and trying to, mm. trying to relate. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to relate to my struggle. You're not going to not going to battle the same struggle mm-hmm. I have as a colored black skinned person. So that's just a topic I, I if, if I ever do date another white girl, uh, those are topics that we will not be in sync on. Like, but I have nothing against white girls at all. I, you know me, I just, mm. I just, you know, I stick to, I just rather date within my own kind, to be honest with you. Nothing personal, but white girls right. don't really, right. I just, there's nothing for us to relate to, if you get what I'm saying. There's nothing. It's a black man, you know, Mexican mm-hmm. man. I really don't. She can't relate to the struggles, and it's like, I feel like the 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 family tree, deep, 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 deep within a white person's family tree. I feel like the the the, the lower down the lineage, and this is my opinion. Like I said, people are entitled to believe whatever they want to believe in, but I'm telling you what I believe in, and what I've even experienced myself is the older cats that she's related to, like her father, her uncles. They're going to see me some type of way. Because I'm different. I'm different than what the family is used to. Because old school white people, I mean, there's a higher percentage of old school racist white folks than new school white folks. Because new school white people, they're more, since they're younger, it's a younger generation, they're more open-minded than to the old school white people. So, mm. I mean, I'm dating I white know people. that for sure. Because you've seen them videos. Talking to my, what I've what I've witnessed myself firsthand dating a white girl back in 2015. So that's the I went through, and I'm just only mm. talking to you on the behalf of what I experienced. I'm not trying to tell you what I'm saying is a is a, a universal fact. People are entitled to believe what they want to believe, you know. But I can only what I've been through. So it's mm. like broke people problems and rich people problems. Ooh. Right, right. So mm-hmm. I got a question right here. So since uh, so what race have you ever experienced the most transparency on? Uh, when, when it came, came to, to women? women, like you're saying, yes. Like which one came out? Uh, the black like one. Transparency, like as far as like relating to them, like the comfortability I have, or more so like uh, how they communicate with you. Are they more open? Like which ones you experienced? Like, oh, they was more open. Hispanic. Mm, I was elaborate. Hispanic. I mean, me, me growing up with a household full of Hispanics, I was never raised in a black household. My mom left me at a very young age, so I really, I'm, I'm more familiar with the Mexican side of my part than, mm. than the black side of my family. My mom left me at the age of four, and I'm a motherless child, and I've been raised by a bunch of Mexicans. So, like, all mostly all the girls I've dated have been Hispanic, and throughout that time, me knowing my own self as a Hispanic, we were just able to relate to each other. Like, we were just able. It's just. A lot of things were in common. It was just common ground. It was just like conversations. They they flowed a lot smoother. I mean, like just the demeanor, like the demeanor, the demeanor women I'm used to being around. Like if you're around certain type of demeanors, like they like they say you're gonna likely be be more familiar with certain demeanors. And if you put in a room of different demeanors, it's like it's kind of how do I adapt to this demeanor? How do I adapt to that demeanor? 
Mm. Mm. That is interesting right there, sir. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's facts. I can't even lie on that one. Shoot. You got a you got a question? No, go ahead. Uh okay, I I got one. I got one. Uh so would you encourage people to uh, have interracial relationships? Uh, at least to experience it, or would you would you say people I say should people just should date, date interracially to experience it and see if it's for them? How are you going to say something's not for you if you've never tried it? I'm only speaking on the behalf of me having tried it, but I'm still not going to tell you, hey, stay to your people, stay to your people, stay mm -hmm. to. That's just the decision I just chose. I'm not going to let my decision based. I'm not going to let my decision yeah. dictate how my mindset is going to be on the whole entire world. Like it's like if you're trying to skateboarding, right, and you're scared to try a trick. Yeah. How you gonna how you gonna know how it feels to land a trick if you're scared to try it? It's you know, you just don't be scared of the unknown. Just take risks and just see what's for you. How you gonna know it's for you if you've never tried it before? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be having trouble with that damn skateboard nigga. I try to jump up on that bitch, I'd be jumping up, not skateboard. Oh, I got a you got another question or well, it was like a follow up. Oh, go ahead. because uh, I was like, when you're uh, you know, dating the white uh the white girl, how did you, you know, try to convince the parents that, like, you know, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good dude, basically, mm -hmm. even though you got to do that with every family at the end of the day, but, you know, there, there's that racial, you know, we, we, we don't have too many black folk come in inside this house. Basically, me, I, like, I basically that? tried to open his mind and let him know that, hey, obviously, I know I'm not white, you know, and I know you guys aren't black, but I'm open-minded to understanding the fact that you guys are white and you're not black. And all I understand, all I would love to understand is, all I would wish is for you guys to accept me for who I am. You know, you guys obviously know I'm not white, and I obviously know you're not black. So honestly, like, if I'm able to accept the fact that I'm trying something new, and you guys are not able to accept the fact that you guys are trying something new, then it's just not going to work out. I'm only going to just be like, you know what, as long as your daughter loves me, everything's fine. That's right. Yeah. So, on... On a scale, I don't want to put it on a scale. Well, yeah, on a scale of one to ten, like, how much did her parents' um, parents' view on you um, affect her? Basically, and she, you guys she was basically letting that all get to her head. Her demeanor started to change around me. She basically said her dad was telling her things about how, like, I didn't supposedly didn't have a future for myself based on the area that I stood in, you know, South Central. She's basically saying... She was basically telling me that her parents were telling her about options and stuff like that and what, what's good for her and what she should stay out of. Like, I'm a kid. I'm a cat from South Central. And basically, she would tell me how her dad would tell her, like, hey, you know what? I don't want you going in that neighborhood. And I'm like, but you have to understand. And I told her dad one time. I remember telling her dad, she has to understand my upbringings if, if this is a unionship. Unionships have to understand each other. So how is she going to create a stronger unionship, unionship with me? If she's not willing to take the risk and understand where I came from and meet my family, she's never met. She's never had the opportunity to meet my grandma. Mm. Um, that was a huge education for me. And she wasn't even willing to take the initiative to come meet my grandma, you know, back in 2015. So that basically she all she knew was Manhattan Beach. And I'm just like the area she hung around with, like she hung around were just like, OK, well, you're closing your mind off to a, to a huge extent. You know what I'm saying? You know. Your boyfriend, you know, your boyfriend lives in this certain part of town. Mm -hmm. and He has relatives and family that he would love for you to meet in this certain side of town. But she never took the initiative to try to come over to my side, given her dad's perspective that she took upon herself. So me, 
I took the initiative to, to, to tell her, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? Really want this to work out. You got to meet my family. I already met your family. You got to meet my family. You got to see what I'm about. This is not a one-sided coin. This is two sides of this coin. It's unionship. Relationship is, is, is relation. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ship of relation. So it's like for us to board onto this ship, two people have to be in common ground. And it's like, how in the hell are you going to tell me you're in common ground if you're not willing to come over to my side of town and understand my people, but I have to come over to your side of town and understand your dad and your people? That's not fair. Relationship is 50-50. Yeah. Mind you, mm, if she didn't listen to her dad, she would have exactly. to come over here because she would have really loved me. So it's like, now I'm asking her this, like, well, do you really love me? If you do, you'd mm. be willing to, you know what I'm saying? To mm. understand. And mm-hmm. my upbringing. And um, following up on that question, do you feel like your family would have Accepted the fact that you were in a, I have, uh, interracial I have relationship. Cousins that are half white, half Mexican. I have cousins that are half Asian, half Mexican. I have cousins that are half Filipino, half Mexican. God, damn, you know, making me one, well, making me one that's half damn, Mexican, half black. So my my whole family is is mixed. So no excuses, no excuses. God damn, I heard that. Wow, that sounds like the man in your family, man. Just. Man. Just working for the <laughs> damn. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Hey man, curious thing from your own experience because I remember highlighting this Aaron in the podcast. I'm not sure you were you there that last one podcast T Dizzle. Oh, you think you was? Yeah, he came later with his late. He, he came. He came. God damn it, Todd. Which one? Work on that shit. But anyways, get back to the question. No, uh, from your here. from your own experience, do you feel like? Uh, between men and women, who is more open to in the relation in the interrelation? Ah, yeah, interracial yes, yes. Thank I would you. say it depends but on the person. Relationships. Mm-hmm. Because check this out. Let me support my argument. Though. The person. reason why I said that okay. is because you have alpha females and you got alpha males. Alpha females, those are the girls that sometimes don't take control. Those are the few percentage of women that take control in the relationship. Those are the ones that wear the boots and do all the initiative, while the guy acts like the better. There's time. Girl is more more controlled than the guy. Mm. You know, they the Leo, they the Leo Moon. I dated right, Leo Moon right. before. I trust really. me. That girl was alpha female, Dominican, hundred percent alpha alpha female. She's a Leo Moon. I'm a Leo. We both like to control stuff. And she she took initiative out of the blue. <laughs> she took initiative like crazy. I'll send you her Instagram, but you'll see exactly you'll, just by looking at her pictures. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that's that's why you need to get them Instagram sometimes to see what you're working with. But hey, I, that is interesting. I did not know. Ooh, we Leo Moon, jeez, that's some new enlightenment. Ooh, we hey, we know ourselves, Leo, but I don't think you know. I'm gonna just leave that alone because he, uh, man, that that was an interesting Leo that we know. He he's interesting. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Leo we know. He, he said he looking for that purified girl. Weird. I'm amazed he didn't connect with you, Todd. No. <laughs> I'm glad we're good. You got yeah. to hook up, Todd. What was I going to ask? What was your question, T Dizzle? Oh, this this is for everybody. It's not just for art. Um, okay. Okay. Being a you know being half black half uh, Mexican, growing up in a 
technically a Hispanic household. You know, it, it, it's uh, when you're dating, it also is culture. Um, when you were dating the black the black girl, how how well did the culture mix? Was it hard um, I would say it, it was, was it wasn't a hard or easy adjustment. Uh, it, was, it was it was a little difficult adjustment, but I, I you know I I understood it. You know, it, it's just it felt natural too in a certain way because in a certain way there's there's black elements in me, characteristics and character traits in me that come out at at certain times, like. A black woman, first and foremost, you have to be strong. You have to be on your toes. You have to be a strong man. You can't show no signs of weakness for a black woman. You got to think like a man. You got to be on your toes. You got to hold it down. So me as a man, you know, as a black man, I have traits, you know, as a black person that are unconscious traits that come out in certain situations when they need to come out. Like if somebody was to pop off on me or something, if I got to turn for I got to protect somebody, you know what I'm saying, then I'll pop off as a black person. I'll, that's when the black side of me. But... Uh, they're so living I, in South Central. Off, nigga. I, off, if I gotta get into an argument. <laughs> if I gotta talk stuff over. If I gotta take initiative. Me being a Leo, I like to be, I like to be in control. You know, I like to be in control when it comes to relationships. I like to be in control to some type of extent. So, black women, you know, it, it's worked out for me. I've, I'm honestly could say, to my half of dating, dating a couple of black women, I do, I do, I was able to adjust to their demeanor and all types of things that they had to throw at me. So that, that was more on a natural scale. Like, and I wasn't even, I wasn't even conscious. I was unconscious of me. Like I was unconscious. Mm-hmm. I was unconsciously riding along with some of the, some of the like rocks they threw at me. Without even me realizing, like, okay, I'm not being mean. I didn't even realize I was being mean. But, and they, and sometimes they liked it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know I'm not a too, I'm not too much of a nice guy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm to some extent, you get me? Like, I tolerate what I tolerate. I don't tolerate. I don't tolerate, and I'll make that clear. Yeah. And I guess they I guess it worked out. Yeah. And, uh, I feel, I feel you. Son, do you know what they call that shit, man? They be calling that toxic masculinity. I be telling them, y'all know y'all love it. That's why it's toxic. Yeah. Shit, you can't get enough of that shit. Goddamn. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's like an addiction. Like you, shit. You ever, what's the known addiction? You probably could say safe nowadays. Probably weed. Shit, you know that shit ain't supposed to be in good for you. It's taking your money and everything, but you know you want it. That's what it's like. Ooh, especially mess with harder, sister. Oh, but I'll tell you this, though. I'll give you my, I'll give you my you, opinion, You feel like your ass um, is top. It, my experience, it was harder for me. Like, sometimes it's harder for me to be a black girl than it is for a Hispanic girl. Like, it's harder for me to capture a black girl's interest than it is for me to capture a Hispanic girl's interest. Mm. Because you feel like... Um, Hispanic well, girls are not more, that. It's uh, just the fact that you know I can I can speak the language. Like my demeanor, my my demeanor can easily adjust to their demeanor. Mm-hmm. Like we have like this, like it's like a how do I say? It's like a very nice demeanor, like a lovey dovey demeanor. Like it's like a passive demeanor. Yeah. So when when you when they find out that you're black and Hispanic. And you can speak Spanish. Does that kind of make them like let their guard down? Like, okay, like you know, um, I guess they could say it's something they're familiar with, you know, because um, you you can you know tap in with their culture, their language. So it's kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. let me let my guard down. Um, you know, I say, do you feel like it's kind of like a, I would a, say not quite too much. You're right. You're a little bit right, but most of the part comes from demeanor. Like, if you have a non-aggressive demeanor, mm-hmm. they love that. They don't like the too aggressive demeanor. Like, hey, baby, what's your name? They don't like that. 
that's not gonna work out. They they they're more of a like smooth suave. They're more like just go with the flow, like natural type of interaction. Uh-huh. Like you give you gotta you just gotta Antonio be smooth, man. You just gotta be you gotta with all women you gotta okay. be but with them you gotta be more like your demeanor has to be like there's there can't just be this aggressive, like aggressive Right, more so romantic. More you can so easily romantic. come off as too aggressive. You can easily, in a heartbeat, you can, without you even knowing, you can, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And it's like, with them, it's like, you know, with a black girl, it's like more like, you got to have more like this tough type of, I'm the man mentality, right? Right, you got to be, you got to be that nigga. You got to be with your chest that god. But it's like, with Spanish girls, you, there's, it's more like a, you gotta you gotta watch how you say things. Like you can come across as aggressive, and it's like they get turned off by that. You don't want to be aggressive. You don't want to, mm. stuff. Like, you don't want to be demanding. You don't mm. want to be aggressive. You don't want to be Here's demanding. Question you just on want to that let one. things ride out naturally. Like you just don't want to let things ride out naturally. I'm curious. Question on now because I remember I had my ex. She she's full full Mexican right there. Goddamn, but. She she even said something uh, related to the culture and probably I don't know if you agree with it, but the reason being is because they say more of the men in Hispanic culture have this uh they machismo uh, what's that word machismo personality mm-hmm. yeah machismo there we go and she said that's the reason I guess part of the reason is why they get turned off like that is that uh, do you feel like well, that's the case I mean, scenario too that that, in the that culture? could be a part of it but it's not the most part of it though the most part of it is like you know how when you like first try to get at them and you try to like get their number and you try to like take them out on dates it's not that you're doing it it's more so of how yeah. you do it yeah it's not like oh it's not you can just cat call a hispanic girl mm. it's like right mm. off the bat boom i know Mm-hmm. That, you that's, can't that's, do the you can't have your baby, your baby. You can't have can't flash game. Like you never heard of flash game? Like show off, flashy type oh, of game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, your baby, mm-hmm. your baby, your baby. This is like yo. a low key type of. It's like a low key type of way. Not like you don't want to come off as too outgoing. You don't want to come off as too okay. outgoing, too, too. You can do too much in a heartbeat. You can do too much. Right. Yeah, you don't so want to come gotta, off as like all oh, this. You gotta find that middle guy, got it going. You don't want to. You don't want to like out show yourself. You, you don't want to out. You don't want to put all your tips on the table. You want to just like come off as humble. Humbleness is the key. With with them, humbleness is key. You don't want to be cocky. You want to just be humble and relatable. You know, even if you are, even if you are the big shot, you know what I'm saying. Even if you are the big, even if you got a lot of stuff, don't 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 like undermine yourself to some type of extent right. so you can come off as humble. Then as the time progresses, then reveal those characteristics about you as you're already progressing into the union ship. But if you're flashy and you're just flashy and throwing all this on the table mm. and be flashy oh. and be cocky, you can come off as cocky, you can come off as arrogant, you can come off as too strong. And it's easy to come off too strong to them. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that is very interesting. You got one? Right there. Go ahead. Yeah. It was. It was. It's also like a, a follow up again. So let's say like a um, uh, a white mm-hmm. person it, it grows up in the hood, right? They grow up around black culture. Is I, I know that person technically isn't black, but be red. But we call that be red. Would you like? <laughs> is would you think that like that integration would be okay during that time? Like, not. 
like I'm, it's hard to phrase my question, but like basically, since they they experience black culture and they're inside of black culture, do you feel yeah like the transition would be a lot more easier yeah. if they grew up around black culture? Kind of like people are from Texas, like uh, white people from Texas. I feel like I've I've talked to a few. Like them conversations, I'm thinking I'm talking to a nigga. Like, like we we hit it off. Like that's my nigga right there. Well, you talking about so, dudes? You talking about girls mostly? How y'all feel about that? Well, the I, those, the people I talk to, but it's, it's I would it's, say pretty much anybody person. that that's it like blackwashed no will will it should be easy. It should just be easy because they get they get it. Like they they've been raised around it. They, but at the same time though, they're not going to go through the same struggles that we go through because. Look like us, but other than that, they under you can talk yeah. to them easily. It should be an easy understanding. Yeah, because I, I did feel like they understood me better, but like they they did understand that they did have somewhat that white privilege, but they understood that a lot of our struggles yeah. though from the times that I talked to them. So, uh, also, um. Uh, because uh, on your appearance, you know, like first meeting you, you, you look like you look like a black man, but then you find out that you are, uh, you know, black and Hispanic. So when you like uh, go out with a Hispanic girl and then you walk up to their family, how do uh, how do they normally uh, treat well, you? Well, most of the time they, they treat me with respect. I mean, they don't really, and I say that because like I say this on behalf of any black man, like if most of the time if any black man dates like a Spanish girl, it's like. I mean, they're just humble people. They're they're just outgoing, open-minded people, opposed to white white people. They're they're different. They're from a different cloth. They're more. They're humble. They're just they're based off of the vibe you give off. You know, it's like obviously you gotta be aware of the fact that your vibe has to be yeah. humble. You don't want to be cocky and flashy walking into a Hispanic household. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have okay. like a black, like a black most of yeah. it's like where it's like uh, okay, cool. I want my shawty, boom, oh, boom, no. boom. I got this nice ass watch on. I'm driving this nice ass car, boom, boom, boom. But you gotta understand, if you're dating a Spanish girl, it's like most of the times, like you know, what yeah. I'm saying the family, like the the rural, the rural, 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 like roots of Spanish culture is from like raised on farmland. You know, it's, it's basically raised on a humble environment. So it's like they didn't really have much in the old school family households. So it's like yeah. you gotta keep that in mind. You, if you be flashy, it's like that can come off as offensive. Yeah, because I was like the times that I've talked to, uh, it was more of my Hispanic friends. They right. really said that their family wasn't too keen on black people, uh, and it was mostly from past experiences. But um, I always had to come in, you know, like mm-hmm. completely, just like you said, humble myself, and then show that, like, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm different. Yeah. yeah, I'm different. Well, not that I'm different, but like I'm. Uh, you can, you know, you can let your guard down around me. You don't mm-hmm. have to keep looking mm-hmm. at me with that, you know, that uh, judging eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that that was, I was just curious on that. Like, how do they treat you? Because I know a lot, so a lot of Hispanic uh, households are kind of esocentric. They normally, they normally encourage, yeah. uh, in you know, uh, the same race dating, but they they they're not opposed to it. Like when you come up in the house, they just long as you, you know, you're treating their daughter right or, you know, their son right, they don't really oh, care. Right. Yeah. They normally don't care at the end of that. But I know the first initial meet, they like, oh, you, right. you, got, you got a black guy? <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> that's your black guy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh-wee. 
Yeah, I agree. Anybody? Anybody else? No, I agree with that one. I remember my ex. It wasn't no really no judgment from her parents. I remember that mm-hmm. shit. They was actually more open. I was a little bit shocked. I was like, damn. They open here, like that? Even though I don't use that word, I wanted to low-key say, damn, they make me feel like I want to say, what's up, my niggas? How y'all doing? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, I, I don't want to come out like that. They're like, what the fuck did you get him from, sweetie? You sure he was from Marina Del Rey when oh, you shit. found him, met him? <laughs> Saying that. So um, within, like, um, dating outside your race, have you ever got looked upon upon your, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, you're dating a Hispanic girl. Have you got looked at by, like, um, black females, like, why, like, you know, that look of, I don't want to say disgust, but, like, the unapproval mm-hmm. of the, you know, the the, the unapproval no. look. No, let me like, tell you why. Uh, he shouldn't be now, with her. This goes or, back you to know? how it, like, it's harder for me to get a black girl than it is for a Hispanic girl. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let's go back on when I said that. Now, I've watched numerous YouTube videos on how, like, would you rather, or would you rather, I've watched a bunch of those videos, and as far as the black female culture, a lot of them say they don't fuck with light skins. <laughs> I, I, I am. Not I am. I, I know. Trust me. I know. Hey, but you know, that's shocking. That is shocking. I heard that too. I was like, "Yo, what happened?" There was a time where light skins was on the menu. Nope, I've never had it happen. No, Are you sure? I've been. God I damn. hate light skins. I was like, "Why?" <laughs> I'm so nice. Goddamn. <laughs> so they, no, they don't mess with light skins. They believe light skins are too God emotional damn. and light skins are too nice and too soft. Goddamn. Well, I am nice, but I'm not soft, though. But all right. Well, I think that's <laughs> an understatement right there. I think that. Yeah. You, know, see, you know, that's the thing about like, like black women. They always tell me that I'm too soft. But I was like, you don't even know me, sweetheart. Like, <laughs> I was like, you want me to be mean to you? Like, like, really you listen know, to yourself. See, you want me to be mean to you. Okay, so now <laughs> I, I understand. So what it is, is that niggas are often commonly dark skin. I have to be you, a nigga. No, you gotta like, be a nigga. You know what's crazy? <laughs> what's like, like, like the, the best times I had, like one time I was with a female, right? And like, it wasn't vibing, like, until I started making fun of her. Like, <laughs> like, like we, weren't, we weren't having a good time until I started, like, I was, she was boring me, and I started making fun of her, and then we just started hitting it off. And I was like, what? This is so weird. Like, why Damn. do I have to disrespect you for me to, like, you know, get something out Damn. of you? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. What? That was crazy in my mind. Hey, did you ever do that right there with Ty D? Yeah, I... I can't speak to women a lot. I mean, that's why me, like, my opinion, you know, a lot of guys may disagree with me on this, but, I mean, my go-to Spanish girls, I stick with the Spanish girls because my demeanor can sink in easily. I can connect a lot easier. And that's just where I reside myself. That's that's coming from me personally. Mm. Like, I've dated a black girl. I've dated a white girl. You know, I still like black women. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, there's still, I can still date a black girl no matter what. But... When it comes to like marriage wise, I'm definitely gonna marry a Spanish girl for sure, hundred percent. You you sure huh? on that? You calling it? 
Spanish, yeah, Spanish you girl. You call it my, game my on that? Me. You sure? Wife, I'm marrying a Spanish girl. Like, I know I, I know myself so well enough. I know what you connect with. Why is that? And pretty much. Oh, that's, okay. that's where I throw my challenge. Yeah, I feel Probably, you. like I said, anybody can think yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you like that's, that's fine with me. Uh, you know, but nah, hey, that that's it. Yeah, I've 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 heard. Is it, is it, is it more that you I can, because yeah, you I can, connect I can more connect with the more Hispanic? With is that why you you say that, or is it right? And is that because you grew up like you know you grew up around that culture? So basically, you. I'm. I'm not saying that you're saying it, but you. You. I know uh, interrelationship or date. Uh, in, interracial dating. So you got me on the shit, Anthony. Hey. <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied. Okay, that's, that's, that's. <laughs> Interrela- interracial <laughs> relationships. You said do that. you do? You, well, basically, what I'm asking is, uh-huh. do you think people should date with inside their race? I know it's different for everybody. Yes, but. I was like, in terms of you know, you know. I mean, you ask, you're asking you're asking the racial person that question. That's crazy. Um, I can't hear you breaking off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's, we were I, off yes, you know, beautiful people come out of it. Technically, I don't want to say. Can you hear me? <laughs> you're saying communicating you were starting to Communi- yeah, communication because you know basically mm-hmm. feeling comfortable you know mm-hmm. everybody can find the one that one person that you know you love mm-hmm. but in terms of communication and understanding uh i feel like you find yeah, that because better you, you can relate to a lot of struggles problems you know mm-hmm. um now me being an interracial person myself you know if a person asks me would you like to date inside your race right. it's like well for me i'm i'm both sides of the spectrum so yeah, I can either go right, but it's like I lean more to the right because it's like yeah, I grew up around that, exactly. and it's like you know I've even dated a black girl. I've dated, I've dated a couple of black girls before, um. So it's like I know how that's like. Um, my demeanor just didn't align with the demeanors that they're used to, with the masculine demeanors they're used to being inclined with. So it's like my demeanor. I have like a, I just have like a Spanish guy. Uh-huh. Demeanor. I mean, my demeanor. I'm just smooth. I'm just. I mean, I mean, that's just how I am. My demeanor aligns. My demeanor attracts most Spanish girls than it does to like, you know, black women. Black women may find my demeanor more so as a little kind of goofy, a little kind of, little kind of, no, a little kind of, little kind of just laid back. It's like I'm not gonna be no turned up guy twenty four seven. I'm not gonna be no, you know, what I'm saying there's no rudeness. I mean, unless I gotta pop off, then I'll pop off. But it's like, you know, when people try to try me, then yeah. that's what pops off. But it's like I'm a nice gentleman. I like to. I don't want to be rude to people. Like, I don't want to attract people by being rude. You get me? And I'm not saying because it could be a black woman if it's been brought upon a certain type of household. No, I get you. I get you. Gets her to act mm-hmm. a certain way. So it's like, not all black women are the same. That, and that's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I understand that. You got to gravitate to what matches your personality. And I yeah. understand it. That's that's the plain right. bottom line simple thing where I say to most people that's where you should be. Based off of how right. how you come off is what you should try to look for what accepts you. 
Oh, but yeah, I think that's that's one of the issues right there. Most, I think that's the issue with society to this day is because people are trying to go after what doesn't really matches their demeanor. It's more so what mm-hmm. a, a lot of it too is um, the the trying aspect, and it's like right. sometimes you just gotta know uh, what you can handle and what you can't handle. Um, you know, not saying that, you know, you should stay within your race, but sometimes it's good to know your limits. You know, there's there's some um, black guys that can't handle Hispanic women. There, vice versa, there's some Hispanic uh, women that can't handle black guys and, you know, vice versa. So it's it's a whole it's it, like you said, it depends on the individual. And it depends on how well that person right. is in indulging in somebody else's culture as well. Mm. Because it's more of a selfless, a relationship is selfless, but an interracial relationship has to be super selfless because there's going to be some things that that person may have to do that you may not understand or that person goes through and you may not understand like if a, a black a black man and a white woman were to go out it's times where you know she may be driving yeah. the car and yeah. they get pulled over and the cop asked for his license you know um his information and she you know she may like don't do that or she doesn't know the severity of the situation so um it's all depending on, you know, the individuals. How well are you... Um, and you can't bypass culture. That's one thing you can't do. You can't bypass culture. Um, yeah, it's it's one thing to try to bypass... Right. And like, another thing, too, um, even when I film magic videos... Culture always... Two, you know, it's too area. When I shoot magic videos, mm-hmm. I go up to, like, you know, white people. And I go up to people of my own, my own, you know, vicinity... The click only takes, but it's like Bandits. a lot longer. Asking them to trust me because I don't look like them. People, people are more that that base that bases around the argument. Of people, more, people are more susceptible to people that look like them, opposed to people that don't look like them. You know, so it's like. If a white, if I if, if I go to a white person and say, "Hey, do you want to see a magic trick?" The percentage wise will technically be a high percentage of them saying, um, "No, it's okay. We don't want to see it right now." If I go to a bunch of black or colored people. Uh, oh yeah, and the reactions are a lot better. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for like years now, and you can even see in my magic videos where. I get better reactions from. Most likely it's going to be from people that look like me. Because people are familiar. People are scared. And it's, yeah, um, and you know, by uh, me and you, we hit the field a lot. And we talk about it a lot. You know, we, we don't limit our interactions right. to, you know, race. We approach any and everybody. And, but we do notice oh, yeah. like the energy, you know. Um, certain people have their guards up when you approach them, and the fact that you know you're different from them, right, definitely plays a part. 
they may say it doesn't, but it does. When you um, truly walk around and, you know, you, you talk to white, Hispanic, then black, um, then you get energy from this, you know, people that look more like you. It's like, yo, like, you know, and you you kind of um, subconsciously, you know, experiment, you know, um, as you're doing the approaches, you like, okay, if I approach this group of um, of this race, let's see what I get from them when I approach this group. Like you said, reactions. And um, it's just, it's kind of, it's crazy what the outcome is and the fact that you feel like, you know, um, you know, I don't, you, I don't ever feel like, damn, I have to go to my, my own race to get something, you know, to get a great reaction or to get some comfortability or some, um, some type of, um, you know, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's definitely crazy what you get. Oh yeah, you know nobody want to always eat the same food every day. Sometimes you like to go out and try something new and exotic. I know that's how it is in life. But out doing that shit, what's the purpose of that shit? If you ain't trying something new, right? And you know that, and that, and that brings on another question. Like, would do you think that, and I'll say in the more so between two different people, if you had to choose between a spectrum of people between men and women, do you think who's more open minded? Mm. So you're asking me who's more open minded, men or women? Yeah, and between I'm choosing going between to have those to say. It depends on the person. Depends on the person, bro. Okay, okay. What about y'all two? I feel like men are. Like men are. Um, like as in to open-minded to interracial relationships, more so saying like to an individual in general. Um. I say men simply because we're always looking for something that's different. You know, I feel like we're always willing to try something new. Um, and we're the fact that, uh, yeah, I, think, I, I would yeah, say that's. I mean, that's really it. We always willing to try something new. We always. Willing I would. To I would. I would want to. I want to elaborate out. and say something like this. Um. um now, women. Now, when it comes to initiative, guys usually are the ones that initiate anything. The man and woman relationship, or my bad, it's a man and woman interaction. So, when mm-hmm. I mean by man and woman interaction, it's like you can have platonic conversations with women, or you can have man to woman conversations. So, it's like when you have a genuine man to woman conversation, you're illustrating some type of attraction. Nine times out of ten, the guy is going to be the one that that um, that initiates that interaction, right? So it's like, you know, most of the time the guy goes up to the girl. The girl doesn't go up to the guy. Most times, right? So it's like right. when people was like when you say uh guys are more open than women are, I feel like I feel like it's based on the person. I feel like women, you have to condition them to be open. And then once they're open, they're open. So it's like there's a different formula 
that illustrates how women are open-minded opposed to the other formula that guys goes off of describing them as open-minded. So it's like guys are open-minded because they take initiative in trying something new. Girls are open-minded because they're open to being conditioned to trying something new. So let me let me phrase that in a way to where it, it, it's, under, it's understood. So in simplicity, I would say women are just as open-minded as guys are because it's like, well, women illustrate it a lot differently than guys do. For us to open the girls' minds, we have to initiate we have to initiate that task to open their mind. And once they open their mind, their mind is open. But for us to open their mind, we have to initiate it. For guys, we, we again, guys take more initiative than women do when it comes to stuff like this. Because that's in most scenarios, you'll see the guy goes up to the girl. The girl doesn't go up to the guy right. and say, hey, read the book, I get your number. It's the guy that most of the time goes up to the girl and does and illustrates this interaction. So I, I, I personally wouldn't say guys are more open-minded. I feel like girls, you just need to condition them. Once they're open-minded, they're open-minded. They can, they are open-minded as much as guys are. But the formula is a lot differently than guys are because we initiate. Women, most women don't initiate. If that makes sense. Mm, that's just, yeah, that's I, like, like, like how you gonna know the girl is not attracted to black you know, guys? You gotta, you gotta talk to her first and find out. I mean, I mean that is true, but to uh, um, to rebuttal on that, um, see the the fact that um, reason being, I say males are more open minded is because, like you said, like you touched on the initiation phase, and we're willing to to literally initiate mm-hmm. something that's out of our comfort zone. And like you said, with the the women, the females, they have to, well, basically be preheated, you know. So it's like you know some, and and don't let it be a bad experience. Don't let it be her first black guy, or her first Hispanic guy, or her first white guy, and it be a bad experience because now, you you leave it to even further measures to have her mind open in that um, that particular section because, you know, obviously when you try something new the first time and it doesn't work out for you, nine times out of ten, you're going to be like, well, I'll just stick to what I'm already used to. You know, why why build a, uh, a, a, a samurai when I got a level mm-hmm. 60 mage in the back chilling like, I'm good, you know? So that's why I say like we're the more open-minded ones because because of the initiation we're willing to to go out of our comfort zone to find what we need. Like for example, love, we don't see love as just um within what our you know, our that box that we can find ourselves in. We go out and try to find it and mm-hmm. see what it's like, or I tell you, you know. So and um, I've seen I've seen a lot of um, I've seen a lot of uh, females say, "Oh, I don't like this." Mm-hmm. Like like I was saying in a previous podcast, there was a female that said that she didn't like oh, black she's guys, white. or she's not attracted to black guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She was white. And, you know, a lot of people, I, 
the the podcast was like, yo, is that racist for her to say that? And I thought it particularly was because, you know, if you've never experienced that, mm-hmm. how do you know what you like? Like you said earlier, and the fact that you're saying you don't like well, a don't race, like it's, it's if you crazy. don't like a race, now, if you, say you racist, don't like let it, that be known to anybody out here. If you don't like a race, you, you are racist. There's, there's, a, there's, like, why would you say you don't like a race? Now, if you say I'm not attracted to that race, that's another spectrum. I feel like it's dipping in the same simply because, like, we can now, like, when we say, when we partner up two mm-hmm. people of yeah. the same stature physically and materially. What what is the right. difference now? Um, the, the color. Let me, of let me go ahead and add something to you now. Now you also do know demeanors of a white man and a black man. Our demeanors are different, and most. No, are, but most I'm, that's what I'm saying. Most, like now you're because when you say when you say I'm not attracted to black guys, that's the whole spectrum of black males. If you well, say that, I like I well, like they've I never dated them, about her. Uh, they can't say the it. They, they've podcast. never tried it before. They didn't. You said, of course, they're racist. They, they can't. But if they've dated a black person before and they say I'm not attracted to a black person, that doesn't make them racist. Well, I feel like that that shouldn't be the thing that comes out your mouth. What you should say is that I haven't had the mm-hmm. best experience with black males. I can accept that, which because that's indicating that you've at least gone out there and tried to experience that it didn't work out for you. Mm-hmm. Boom. Like, okay, I, I can fuck with that. But if you just like, I'm not attracted to black guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Why not? Because there's 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 people out here that that have, like I said, you could partner up two of the exact same people and the only difference before you get into right. their mindset is the color of their skin. So it's like now you're you're limiting yourself and you 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 really have no reason. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I say men are more open minded. You know, um, you have to preheat women and it, it, mm. it takes the right person to preheat a woman. Not anybody can just come come through and, you know, open their mind up. Now, if they open their mind up by themselves. And and going out and tried that, okay. But if it's a person initiating, trying to initiate them to open their mind, you say what? Oh, <laughs> uh, then, then yeah. So the walk is open. I, I yeah, I'll, I'll stand by that. I say males are more more of the open minded. Well, let me tell you the something. Let me tell you something real quick, though. Actually, um, God, you do you agree? You could agree with me easily, fairly, right? If I say that guys are the ones that take the most initiative than women do. Right, so um, us guys, we don't even know what's going through a girl's mind. Like, she may be open-minded as hell, but she naturally just, women just, they don't take initiative. They don't initiate how they feel, opposed to how guys initiate, opposed to how guys initiate how they feel. So for me to, it's like, how do I know this girl is not attracted to me if I don't find out, if I don't talk to her? It's like, okay, I'm not going to talk to this girl because I know she doesn't like me. So it's like, it's like, if I, if I sit up here and I say, like, Oh, I'm not gonna talk to this girl because she's not as open-minded as me. 
But it's like, if I talk to her, there's women I've talked to that, are, that were a little bit more open-minded than me. From my experiences, I've spoke to women that are a little bit more open-minded than me. And not even know until I talk to them. Because women don't usually go up to guys. They don't usually initiate it. But it's like, once after us, initi- after us initiating the conversation, we, we then find out things about this person. To where it's just like, you know, she wasn't going to come up to me and, and, and express mm-hmm. to me how open-minded she was. Because naturally, girls don't go up to guys. Guys go up to girls. So it's like, naturally... I can express my open mindedness by initiating it, but since women don't really, most of the time, they don't initiate things, we're not going to naturally find out if they're open minded or not because they're not going to come up to us to express that to us as far as we do. We go up to them to express that we're open minded, but they're they're not the ones that go up to us to express that they're open minded. They can be just as open minded as we are, but the only problem is they're too shy to come up to us because most girls are they don't go up to the guy. The guy goes up to the girl. Right, it's like trying to go up to a company and ask for an application. Di- basically, it's a, hey, the male you know, dynamic please? is different. They express things a lot differently. Girls express things a lot differently than guys do. Like a guy could be like, "Yeah, I'm open minded. I want the world to know that I'm open minded." But a girls, girls, they don't usually initiate that. They're just like, you have to find out if they are or not, because they don't initiate conversations. The guy's the one that goes up to the girl first, so it's like she could be just as open minded as you are, but you're never gonna know that because you never went up to her. Yeah. Like she's go up to you. Yeah. She's not gonna go up to you. Come here, facts. Yeah. She's on some super psychotic female type shit. I do. But mm-hmm. it's like Aladdin right there. I mean, yeah, talk to Jasmine. But again, see how open she was. I go on based on the person. I just that's why I say it's based on the person. I just always say based on the person. I always say based on the person. Because it's like there may be that certain female. There may be that there may be that certain female that's just Open-minded, just like a guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I say it's just based on the person. Right, right. Both the females before. Mm-hmm. I spoke to I've dated mm-hmm. alpha Yeah, before. I agree with that because I, you know. Oh wait! I wonder how, how how that worked out. I dated one. I wasn't strong enough at the time. <laughs> Try me now, bitch. Try me now. Sound like, uh-huh. like, like some headbutts gonna go on now. <laughs> yeah. That's why right. hey, someone better submit. <laughs> oh, wait, Rams. And, and uh, that's an interesting question right there. Uh, at the time, would you call yourself uh, alpha um, male? I, basically, I don't really like to call my. Female? I mean, I don't really care about the term alpha male or not. I'm just a very confident person. I just. I just take advantage of my opportunities. I don't really like, I don't really, if people want to put a label to it, they can, if they don't, that's fine. Like, I'm not really conscious about the label. I'm just like, I'm a very conscious, I'm just a very confident person. Like, I just, I just try to take as many risks as possible. I don't try to outdo anybody. I don't try to compete with nobody. I just see what I internally want and connect with myself. You know, I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that's going to put a competition in front of you on the table. I'm the type of guy that's going to just be like, okay, well, I'm happy. I'm expressing my happiness. I'm satisfied. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to compete. I'm not going to use my happiness to compete with you. I can use my, I right, use my happiness right. to to satisfy myself internally and become one with myself and know myself. Mm, I like that. I like that answer. I like it. I like so second question thing follow up after that would like since I I'll say it for more so I don't know, have you ever dated a female before, uh T Dizzle? I mean, I don't know. I'm straight some dating some strong females, yeah. <laughs> so I, so I like. Stubborn so, ass. In, in the opinion, do you, 
how was it in this is an open question, everyone? Oh. How was it like to me dating an alpha female in y'all's opinion? Are you asking that question uh, to me? Huh? You got it. Oh, uh, it's for everyone. It, yeah, it's like uh, like free for all. Yeah, free for all. Well, I can so. tell like, you how, one how thing. It is, um, like, dating an alpha female. Think about having. Think about having. Think about thinking that you're not scared of nothing. But dating an alpha female, she sees a lot of parts of you. She extracts. She extracts a lot of personality out of you that you don't even know about yourself. So you start to find out about the things that you never knew you were scared of until you. You know, alpha females, they're very conscious. They're very, like, you got to be on your feet. They're more like, you think you're the alpha male, you think you're confident, you think you got this going. It's like, they can see right through certain things that you never knew that you weren't conscious, like habits. Like, let's say, for example, habits-wise, right? Like, there's certain habits that you, like, you hang around your friends, right? You like to joke around a lot, or you like to do this a lot. They can see those habits, and it's like, they will tell you right then and there if you're fucking with it or not. Like, certain habits, and, and the thing about them is they'll tell you, you got to you gotta work on those habits, or it's like, it's tricky. It's like a catch-22. They don't stop fucking with you because of those habits that they don't fuck with. They help you try to improve. It's like, they try to tailor you, which is, of course, which is a catch-22. It's like, why the fuck are you trying to tailor me to be somebody I don't want to be? It's like, they try to tailor you to be the best, 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 best version of yourself. And it's like, you got to always be on your toes. Any any bullshit that flies around them, it's not going to get past, bro. Like, you got to really understand. You got to be accountable for what you say and what you entitle yourself to be. Like, the way you present yourself is you gotta be accountable. You gotta be. You gotta hold yourself accountable for every ounce in the minute that you present yourself to them. When you say you're this and that, you better show it. You better bring it to the table. You know what I'm saying? And I've passed that test by maybe about at least 92. Mm-hmm. percent There was a couple mm-hmm. percentiles where I didn't. You know, I said I couldn't back up certain things. You know what I'm saying? At the time, but like they see right through. The, they see right through the bullshit. It's like you can't. You just can't fly around them like you do with most women. You can't. Like with the alpha women. You gotta understand. You gotta, you gotta understand when you're not in control. You gotta your egos, your pride. You gotta put all that to the side. Man. Especially when Leo on a Leo, like, mm. like me being a Leo myself, I need to take control. But it's like with her, it's like and her name is Amanda. Like you can't, you can't really. You gotta understand. Like she knows, she sees right through your actions. Like she can see right through all the games and tricks that you try to play, illustrating how much in control you are. And it's like. When you find out you're not the only one in control, it's like that's like a little shocker. It's like you met your match. Like it's like you understand, like, oh shit, like she saw that coming from a mile away. God damn. Holy I, don't like I don't like to swear that's a lot, but I swear right to there. you, man. This is what I had to go um, through. My experience with a Leo is tragic. Shit. Goddamn, um, these damn Leos. I openly admit I wasn't, I wasn't ready for her at the time, um, but she definitely did teach me a lot. Um, she, she made me, made me reflect on a lot, you know. Um, oh, we, oh shit. Uh, so, um, we coming up on time. Uh, we gonna take a quick intermission. What's good, bro? Are we back, y'all? Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, where did we leave off? You're uh, telling your yeah. Oh, alpha. I was shit. I dated an alpha, and I consider her alpha because she was so fucking evil and controlling. Um, God damn. God 
Dr. Evil. Yes. Like I said, I truly admit I wasn't I wasn't ready for her. I wasn't able to tame her at that point in time. Um but she, <laughs> she definitely taught me a lot. So that's why like I truly um you know I appreciate it. I know it wasn't the best situation, but I appreciate it wholeheartedly because it taught me a lot about myself. And it, it definitely opened up a lot of flaws about myself, you know. And um, I started after after her uh, the relationship with her, I started adjusting myself, you know, to um, considerably be an alpha myself, you know, to understand that, understand the way, yeah, understand that, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna go through what I went through before. You know, um, always yeah, make sure <laughs> I reflect on the, the list I was building or th- of the good things, the pros and the cons. So, um, now you know the way. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely, she definitely helped me on that. I can't, I can't take that from her. But, um, them alpha females be some else, dog. Ooh, and another word for the alpha females is feminist. Oh no no no! Those no. are I can't give the feminist them. No, I won't say most that. alpha females are feminine. Nah. Are they? I don't. I don't agree with that. I they think it's hate. Say that one more time. A lot of alpha females are feminist. Feminist. Um. Why do you say that? Um. Because a lot of females, uh, strong females. Well, not a lot of them, of course. Not every single one, but they try to, um, or at least they try to hold up the stature of their A alpha. You know, um, they try to be in control. They try to hold this agenda that, you know, uh, that um, men suppress women. But... um, that's why I say it's beta. It sounds more like beta female. Well, it, it is. It, there's a difference between is and what it appears to be. Because a lot of, um, you know, that what's the feminist, what's the feminist attitude? Well, it's about power. That's what I'm saying. People who crave power never had it. That's the thing. That's why I feel like, uh, what you call it, it would be more betas because only betas would be the ones who never had the power. More so alpha females, I think they're more feminine than actual females when you get to know Because beta females now these days, shit, you see what's going on. And they damn near uh, neutering these the male generation now. They turning them into females in California. I call it the simping generation now. <laughs> <laughs> see, even though I'm talking about- they sipping these young men out. I'm like, yo, leave these babies alone. <laughs> Let baby grow. <laughs> making him into a beta. I'm like, yo, I, it's these damn beta females. They create beta males. I'm like, yo, it's too many of them. I'm like, yo, they cater. And then when they see an alpha female, man, they be simping hard. God damn. I like I remember one nigga I seen on this phone. This nigga was liking the dog shit out that stuff. I mean, purely one woman. Imagining all the cake and went in. That's my wife, man. I'm like, yo, you need to chill, my nigga. I ain't gonna say his name. <laughs> that better start with an I. Uh man, I may everybody know who I'm talking about after that. But goddamn. 
<laughs> that cat, he simped. I was like, yo, he had a bit, bro. Let's put it like this. That that woman was so beta. I did not know how the hell he fell so hard on simping. I did not know how. It was well, nearly impossible. That's the thing. Like, um, you can call them betas, but honestly, they've come to the realization that they um, that they can use. They do have power, so I don't. You can't really consider them betas if they're able to to basically, you know, manipulate. That's a that's a source of power. Yeah, hundred percent. Once they, so once I can't power. They're not. You're no longer uh, like the beta trait. Like that's 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 like that's high value. If you have power, you're of high value to some type of extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but more so, I say it's more so when you you choosing to manipulate weaker individuals. That's what's getting me. It's like I most people like well, alpha females I see they have that. It's just something that they can get away with and other well, females bow down to that. It's the circle of life. You never see a lion attack another lion unless they're threatening their their um their uh their pride. Yeah, their pride. A lion what? They're gonna go for what? Prey. So if you're a female and you can you have the power of manipulation. Obviously, you're not going to try to use your power to manipulate somebody who takes time, which is like a, a, a alpha male, a, a male that's aware. Obviously, you're going to take less time into manipulating a, a beta male because it's like you know I could take advantage of this person, you know I could do this, this, and that with him. And why would I try to you know? do that with somebody who is able to go and battle with me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, I understand that, but I'm saying more so on the relationship part. So, like, say, example, most time, if that's all you can control is beta males and, like, you are not, like, able to obtain an alpha male, that's more so to say, because beta females, they are easy to be played with and you can obviously see them how well they do well so you actually see as an alpha male you could distinguish the characteristics eat with ease because usually with beta females they they bow down into a more submissive form towards an alpha male and that's when it's like okay you can pinpoint identify but with another beta male they got a sense of superiority towards them because they feel like this individual is always going to be that yes man to all of their needs. So it's easy. It makes them feel alpha. It's like the illusion of alpha, but not really alpha. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. So let me, let me, uh, let me So basically it's, I, I get the illusion of alpha to the, to the male victim, to the better male victim. Right. That's uh, more so I'm saying. I, I see what you're, I see what you're saying. Um, I, my opinion on that, I would have to say, um, I would just have to say the better male, it's like the better female, like when it comes to an actual alpha male, the alpha male is going to easily capture the better, the better female because she's not going to be used to being with an actual alpha. Therefore, she's not an alpha. She's a better. Mm-hmm. So that's what the dynamic, that's what you can see the differences in dynamic. Like, it's like, oh, well, I'm, 
this better finally met an alpha. Okay, cool. Well, just know this alpha is not gonna be on no seven type of shit. Yeah. And that's usually what I'd be seeing. I'm like, now these days, it's, it's became a goddamn pandemic. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I, I told Aaron, I'm like, I'll get tired, Lord, of the simping foundation I'm seeing. Like, I, I feel like we need to put infiltrate some alphas in them foundations and, and tear it, just destroy it. There's too many. But the thing is, like, um, if abetas lack self-love, that's why a lot of the times they're so easily manipulated. They lack something that, you know, they can't provide themselves, so they look for it in others, and especially uh, females. So that's why they're easily manipulated. That's why, you know, um, people, it's, it's almost like a scent, you know? Um, that's a funky ass sim. Yeah. I get. I. I, I can't. That's. I think that's why I kind of have a disdain for the, more so to say, the ones who simp that hard. It's a little bit disdain because I'm like, yo, how can you get to a point where you hate yourself? It's almost like hatred towards who you are. It's like, god damn, it. It kind of it reeks. It's like a dead body in the room. It fucking smells. You're like, yo, get that shit out of here. Like, I, that's just personally me, man. I'm a little too harsh on that standpoint, but goddamn. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm harsh. Um, it's the fact when I become harsh is when, you know, um, because everybody's had a scent moment. We've all had scent moments. Oh yeah, and we all can reflect on our scent moments. But one thing that you know, um, separates us is that we're able to reflect and learn from our mistakes, you know, and apply our, what we learn into our, um, you know, our livelihood. So if we see some bullshit that we previously dealt with, we like, either I'm a back burner this or I'm gonna leave it alone. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nip this shit in the bud or I'm a just, I don't want to fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? So, that's the difference between us. Like, I give all the betas, you know, um, a pass. But once you've learned, once you, you should have learned from that situation that you was in and move forward from that, you know, and don't let that shit happen again. Don't make the same mistake twice. Because mm -hmm. I'll just give another uh This boy, so let, let's, this, this cat right here I used to work with. Pure, pure motherfucking beta. Goddamn. I was like, goddamn. I tell you, this man's so pure beta. I'm Zeta, like, Lord. Lord, I somehow, now, I gave him credit for turning a female who was a dyke into back to loving niggas. Now, I gave him credit for that shit. I was like, yo, good props. That's the X-By Live Achievement Award you just won. Goddamn. Well, shit, over a period of time, what I was telling him, I was like, bro, your girl is practically like them niggas like a Norbit and uh what's it called? Norbit and what's her Respucia. name? Respucia. Respucia and Norbit. Literally. She was that she was she was she was on the chunk side. But goddamn, bruh. Later on, she started showing signs of stepping out the relationship. This boy made thousands of excuses. 
probably reasons why he should be in the relationship. I'm like, yo, it is so annoying to where, bruh, whenever you find your co-worker fucking your bitch, that's game over to me. But he he's he used the excuse and I and I felt like that was disgraceful, but not uh, you know how those 90s kids is 90s. I like no, no, no excuse. No excuse. But later on, let's fast forward after that relationship ended on the sour note. Now this boy runs into a lady 3 a.m. at nighttime. Now coming out of hotel room. I already could put the piece together and note that was, but he he assumed on a high note that she was a decent girl. Took her on in. Guess she left him with a kiss. She said she's going to uh, back to Chicago. And then, so dude, I guess she said, "Oh, I have enough money to get my flight back." The dude do some goddamn beta stupid shit. No, it was beyond simping at this point. He paid for a ticket. He's like, you know what? I'll pay and send her money so she can get a ticket. He didn't pay for her a ticket, actually. He sent her money to pay for a ticket. I'm like, bruh. Not only that, you did more than once. Bruh. That, that's the issue with certain people. And that's where I feel like, yo, when you get to that point where you're relying on the affection of others to validate your own love for yourself, that's a problem. And I, I want to hear y'all lightning on that. Do you... Go ahead, Todd. Um, in terms of what you just said? Uh, probably that and if you've seen other experience. Um, for what you said, I mean... I can see what you're saying. Like if, uh, um, if you know he got all you know, simply just because he got some pussy, and then you know you paying for flights. I personally, Nigga, I would have been like, oh, you pussy, didn't. Todd, he got a kiss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you he got to, the kiss. Like, not came the out here uh, without a flight back. I was like, that's tough. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Hopefully you get back. You're not about to get a flight out of me. Cause that's what that's three four hundred dollars right there. This is this is pre pre COVID, so tickets ain't cut. So that's three four hundred dollars that I'm not gonna spend. Uh, So for kids too, Um, and then other examples of simping. I mean, I've seen some some. It's just more to like baby I miss you type oh. stuff. Um they'll baby, buy him flowers. Um uh, give him constantly give him money and like you you know you you starving at the end of the day and I'm like that doesn't make sense to me. But hey, love is love and you you'll love how you want, but it's it's not for me. I'm we going to eat together. Like we can split this burger in half. That's yeah. that's the type of man I am. Like, but I'm not gonna just buy you, give you all this money for. I'm I'm asking what for, and if you keep giving me the same thing, I'm like you still ain't bought them shoes, or you still got. I know you still got bills to pay, but I was like, like where you know where's your income? I'm like I'm not gonna just keep supporting you, and I'm I'm over here struggling myself. 
basically being a donator. Yeah, and then um, what else? Oh, I haven't. Oh, uh, just you know, not knowing when to call it quits. Keep making excuses. Um, that's just not for me. I I know when to call it. Yes, I understand about working it out, and you know, like trying to you know put your best foot forward. Okay, but one, I I know when a, a horse is dead, like. Or like a fish is dead, it, it, it turned over, my nigga. Just let mm. it go. You can't keep <laughs> tapping the glass. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like it's finding Nemo. Yeah, I feel like too. Like another thing that um, Beta slash Shimp should stop doing because I had I learned I stopped doing it um, because you tend to play uh, catch with yourself. So you you tend to um, you know she does something the individual does something bad to you you go back you know you tell your friends you tell your family and you tell them about how you know what she did and if it was some pretty fucked up shit like what I went through and now you create this image of she's the villain right. to your your you know your family and your friends yeah then you know they give you. Uh, words of wisdom encouraging words you know stuff tell you the truth basically uh-huh. then you go back and now that you've created this image of yeah. this person now the, you can't fix that and now you you're playing catch with yourself because you're trying to fix what you've you know of course it's her that's tarnishing her own image but the fact that you know you're telling your people and getting your people involved, you're creating an image that you're trying to erase at the same time. So it's kind of like, you know, you get exhausted. And in my my situation, I got so exhausted that, you know, I just stopped talking, period. I just stopped saying anything about it because it's like, (laughs) one, one, as a man, um, I have to learn how to deal with my own decisions and the fact that, you know, I'm dealing with this and everybody's telling me, do this, do that, do that. And I don't even bother to, you know, to adhere to their their suggestions or their advice. It's like I'm wasting their time. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I, I just became silent on the situation, you know. Right. I, it is very interesting because, I mean, on an interesting topic note. I've noticed this is a common phrase I've heard a lot. And I feel, and recently, just today, I actually heard a phrase of a meaning that makes more sense when people try to use this phrase. It's called be the bigger person. Each time I hear that, I always hear people say being a bigger person, meaning walk away from something. Don't, don't say nothing. Just walk away. Be the bigger person. But isn't that suppression? When you hold back what's really on your mind, how you actually feel, then actually being a bigger person. I thought being a bigger person was confronting the issue, being the one to tack on what is the elephant in that room. No, being the when people say that, they're the from my understanding, they're talking about letting your ego go. Cause when two people's egos clash, you can talk you can talk for another for hours and you there you've gone nowhere. Being a bigger person is you walking away and letting you know your anger coming down. Then you guys come back and talk with level heads. That's that's what I'm when well, people yeah. say. 
it's talking about leaving the subject alone, but no, no, suppression is not talking about it at all. But if you see that this conversation is going nowhere and it's just egos talking, then there's no point to continue this conversation because it's just ego. Mm-hmm. It's we're, there's no right or wrong in this conversation because you believe you're right, I believe I'm right. Who's wrong? Well, that's the thing. That's where you're both bring wrong. In the facts. No, no. The, the the fact is, you're both right in that scenario. Cause you feel how you feel. You you I can hit you with tons of facts. You don't if you don't accept those facts, the facts mean shit. All right, yeah, in that yeah. scenario. But I'm yeah. talking about more so in the say scenario of when some people say be the big person and walk away. Usually, and we put in simping categories. Oh, it's different. I... They say, "Well, I'm just being the bigger person," and meaning scenarios where. You don't stand up for yourself. No, no, they. That's what I'm talking about. No, that because usually scenarios of, oh, I'm just gonna be the big person in this scenario where you actually should have stood up for yourself. No, okay. You should have not let that slide. I see what you're saying. That's what I'm talking about. Like, because usually in that scenario, okay, that's different. Because you actually talked about it. Yeah. I'm talking about the person who just says, "I'm avoid it because I don't want conflict." Okay, no, that's different. And see, that's what. It's like, and I'm hearing that a lot, and it's becoming a common phrase. I feel like it's is being misinterpreted as yeah. more of being used, misused. Yeah. I wonder, like, and y'all heard, like, probably once in our lives, will we ever use that word? Have was there a scenario? Misused? No, I've always used it correctly. Uh, especially when like talks with females or like. Even, you know, arguments with your boys, and you're just like, all right, bro. I just, I had to just, all right, man. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's no point. Like, I was like, I know I'm talking to a wall right now. So I was like, all right, I, I let it go. You know, I was like, I'll walk away real quick because I'm just going to make myself upset. And then before we come to blows about it, I don't want it to come there. So I, I'll just say, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Or like I can even pop up for a question for you, Arthur. Have you ever had a like? I know you you help out some fellas too. That you know to get get they they get they catch in that ocean. And have you ever talked to him about that scenario? Possibly about uh, more so like wheels on top of like bigger person. More so like standing up for what you believe. Uh, Standing up for yourself more so. Like basically standing up for yourself and like while 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 in a relationship. Uh, yeah. You could say yeah. Or in life in general. Well basically, I mean, you I, me personally, I stand for myself to illustrate my belief. I don't stand up for myself to try to change the person that I'm with. I just stand up for myself to illustrate the person that I have feelings just like they do too. Because to some type of extent you know, women, they want you to be emotional to some type of extent. You don't want to be too much of a robotic person in the relationship. You want to illustrate to them that you're human, that you have emotionals. Because emotions create rela- the most powerful part of a relationship is the emotion. When a girl can see that you react to things that you are human, she's like, okay, this guy is human. Okay, fine. There's nothing weird about him anymore. Like, it's like he's not a robot. He's not trying to be a robot 24-7. I want him to open up to me. Because it's like the girl wants you to open up to her just as much as you want her to open up to you. Right, they illustrated, right. they illustrated they, it comes off differently because of the opposite sex. It, it comes off differently in their, from their point to us. We, we, we do things we do things more on a, on a spectrum of, okay, well, shoot, well, you know, logically, this is what 
it's going to work out, but we can't just always be logical all the time. We got to be emotional sometimes. You know what I'm saying? We got to be, we got to illustrate points. We got to, we got to express ourselves. We don't, we don't always want to tend to express our logic all the time. We want to be emotional too, because if you're emotional, you can become, it's, it's more relatable in a relationship than it is trying to always be logical because it's like logically, yeah, that's going to work out. But emotionally, it's another lens. It's like, Logically, okay, fine, go out with your friends. Okay, cool. Logically, she told me to go out with my friends. But, you know, and I expressed to her. I stood up for myself. I said, yeah, you know what? I am going to go out with my friends. But emotionally, when you get back home, the aftermath is what you should really be conscious about, which is the emotional aspect that you're going to get back. That could, that could, like, harm the relationship. Right, right. So it's like, you can stand up for yourself, but it's like, sometimes you got to pick and choose your battles, bro. Like, honestly, I've learned that last year with my ex, like, with Jessica. I've learned that it's, like, it's not what you say or what you do. It's how you do it, and it's how you say it. Stand up mm. for yourself, but it's not the logic of you stand up for yourself. It's how you stand up for yourself. So when will you get your point across to where it doesn't harm the relationship? Because, yeah, stand up for yourself, by all means. It's show her that, you know, you can think for yourself. You know, that, that can create, that can even, that could even create attraction. Because it's, like, if you disagree with, her, she, she's going to know that, oh, this guy has this viewpoint. Okay. But if you can also illustrate to her that the relationship is more important than the argument, that's the ultimate takeaway. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that intake right there. Look on notes list. What about you, Mr. Aaron? Um, you know, I definitely agree with Art. Um, that's true. You got to learn how to pick and choose your battles. Um, but I also feel like that it has to be initiated in the beginning. Um, because if you um, if you are passive aggressive in the beginning and midway try to switch it up to where you're, you know, you're standing your ground, you, you know, you're implementing that. You know, you're not going to be pushed in a certain way or, you know, it, it's going to be laughed at. You got to show people from the jump, like, who you are and what you stand for, you know, and what you allow in your life, because that's when they truly take advantage. People will continue to, you know, take an inch. And next thing you know, they'll have a mile. So you definitely got to... um you know, monitor the jabs, you know, because people going to jab you all the time yeah, at work, shit, at home, you know, family, friends, girlfriends, random people, you know, they're going to take jabs at you and they're going to see, okay, let me say this, see if he, and, and they're going to try to slide you, but he's like, oh, wait a minute, my nigga, you ain't going to slide me like that, but yeah, I feel like it's definitely important to display that in the beginning of your relationship. Mm. You know? Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting, yeah, because you don't want to be a tree like no cow. Mm-mm. People out here milking you for you what you got. Hell yeah. Hell nah. I Fucking like... with your udders and shit. Shit, only time it's okay blah. to be a cow if you're in India. You consider <laughs> a sacred beast. <laughs> Super blood. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because I've noticed, and I think that's a, a big, I think a big problem with some cats now these days. It's like, they don't know when to stand up. 
And when they find my nigga, they sign. turn old on us. He calling them cats. Man. Mm-hmm. He been old. I been telling you. Uh, I'm an old soul on a young <laughs> body cats. right here. Call me Kemp, yeah. Kemp, Than a simp. At least you understand women when you a pimp. A simp, ah, goddamn. You just fuck so, up the game. So, uh, real question for you. Um, Art, mm-hmm. real quick question for you. Um, if y'all didn't know, he, um, my boy Art runs a, a program where you can, he teaches you magic to break the ice with females. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been on, I've been in the field with you. As you were, te- you know, teaching your students and whatnot, um, what is the common, you know, mistake that your clients make? Common mistake my clients make. Common yeah. mistake they make is they get too caught up in the magic effect to where it's like now they're giving a the girl a free magic shows and it's like they're now becoming a multi investor. All about this guy who's just knowing how to do magic. It's like, okay, you you're a magician. We understand. We get that you're a magician. Transition out of that. You know what I'm saying? This isn't okay, like ask the other person what do they do for a living? Because they obviously know too much about a little too much about what you do for a living. So it's like you you created a free magic show. This is the this is the takeaway that they get out of the interaction. So picture me going up to a female, showing her, hey, you want to see something cool? You know, it's like, okay, cool. Do you want to see something else that's cool? Do you want to see something else that's cooler? Do you want to see something else that's cooler? Now you're just like, now she's like, show me more, show me more. And you would see the guy nine times out of ten, he'll think, oh, it's, it's going good because she wants to see more. It's like, dude, no, she wants to see more magic tricks because you're giving her a free magic show. You're not asking anything about her. You're not even getting to know anything about her. You haven't even broke the ice yet, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? You're just doing magic. So now you're just, and now you're you're simping because you're you're thinking to some extent you're simping because now you're doing what she's asking you to do, which is showing her more magic. Mm-hmm. Damn. And um, and I know how we were talking about like you know um interracial mm-hmm. and all that. Do you have like a um, like what do you suggest for them to uh like to what kind of women to approach what do you what do you what do you what do you mean by that like because i know um we all know that uh different types of women have different levels of difficulty mm-hmm. um so do you have like a preference of what who they should approach or should they look at a a, a girl and how she's you know her her physical stature or what she's wearing and is that how you make your assumption of like yeah you should no. approach her or do you have your clients approach I, I anybody i basically just ask them what is their preference before they take the course i ask them okay so what's what what gives you anxiety what makes you scared what type of women bring out the oh, fear okay. in you mm. Ooh, that's good okay i like what, yeah. what are you scared of okay go Oh, you scared of this? Okay. I'm scared no. of pussy. It's, it's, what are you scared of, bro? What are you scared of? It's like, because I'm telling you, like, me, I'm a skateboarder, too. I skate as well. So it's like, the skateboard, the skateboarding mentality mentality has taught me a lot about the way I think. Like, being, believe, believe this or not, like, me getting into skating, like, throughout all the years of skating, I used to be scared to try a lot of stuff. And it's like, I asked myself, okay, what am I scared to do today? 
Mm-hmm. All right, cool. We about to hit this ledge. Okay, cool. I'm skating these stairs. Okay, cool. There's this handrail. Okay, cool. I was scared of that. Okay, well let me try. It's like you asking yourself, what are you scared of? So your body, your like your body communicates differently to you because it's like you're asking yourself, okay, what am I scared of? Okay, mm-hmm. what's the worst that's gonna happen? That's the algorithm I, I ask my clients when when they first take my course. I ask them like, so what are you scared of? Okay, what type of women bring out the anxiety? What type of women? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what type of women brings out the anxiety? Okay, cool. And that's what, that's what we're going to work with. Like, so then that's how I get to know my clients. And um, that's basically the algorithm that they go off of, that I tell them to go off of, is what screams out anxiety in you? What are you scared of? Okay, go for that. Okay, cool. What do you think you can't get? Okay, cool. You know? it's the, I, I have them battle their internal. It's, it's a battle with their internal fears. Yeah. Right, right. Everybody has it, believe it or not. Mm. Like, you know, everybody has has overcame it or is overcoming it at a certain time. Like happens with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Each person right, each person yeah. reacts off of fear or they either react off of trying to prove something to somebody or they just react out of it's basically that's that's the emotion that people react out of. So I want my clients to react out of that out of that emotion of anxiety. What brings out fear? What brings out resistance in them the most? Because it's going to be like, oh, they're going to go to the girl, right? Oh, you're beautiful. And it's like, they don't really believe it. It's like, they're scared to approach the girls that they really are attracted to. And they, like, I had a couple clients, like, he told me, like, oh, this is my preference, so-and-so. Okay, cool. She has to be short. Okay, cool, cool. And all of a sudden, he's approaching girls, and I see that his demeanor is not, he's just like, oh, you're, you're, da-da-da-da. Okay, cool. I'm like, bro, that's not what you told me you were, like, you should have told me this, like. And it's like the girl doesn't hand him back up because she knows that his energy wasn't like honest. He was just scared to attract. He was just scared to approach the girls that he really wanted to approach. And instead, he wanted to demonstrate me that he was doing the exercises. But it's like when I was in front of him, he would approach girls that he wasn't really attracted to, and I could see it in his demeanor. And I'm like, dude, don't tell a girl like like tell a girl the truth, bro. Like don't don't fucking like lie to women, bro. Like you're lying. Don't lie to yourself and don't lie to women, bro. Don't waste your time. Like you're wasting her time and you're wasting your time, bro. And it's like. What are you scared of? It's like you're not going after what you're scared of. You're just going after just to prove that you're not like scared to approach, but you're approaching things that you're that you feel like you might have a higher chance to get, not based on out of your anxiety. Yeah, like I want your anxiety. You trying to get a C instead? You trying to get D instead of an A? What is your anxiety? What is your anxiety like, talking you know, about? What is your anxiety talking? I want to know what your anxiety is talking about. You get what I'm saying? I don't care about what mm-hmm. you know. What I'm saying the practicality, but just your anxiety. What are you scared to approach? Like what? What do you that's right. where I get my clients and once they overcome that fear, they gain more confidence. Mm. Mm, that is interesting right there. So uh curious on what what do you, uh out of the training uh them how to go and face their fears, is there a certain emotion that helps them face their fears, like either uh, like impulsiveness, being impulsive, or building courage. Which one would you? I, I would say I would say just the algorithm of just this. Okay. Um, ooh, that's scary. Okay, let me go after it. It's like once again going back to skateboarding. Going back to skateboarding. Oh, I'm about to hit this ledge. Okay. Ooh, I'm scared to hit this. Okay. Well, let me go because I'm scared. It's more like try this because I'm scared. Right. See, it doesn't make sense to most people. Like, why would you try something you're scared of? It's like you're trying it because you're scared. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. 
That's yeah. the algorithm that's in my clients. That's in my client's brain. That goes to the, like you should do everything you're scared of because you're scared of it. And they say half the battle is going to the war. Yeah. Uh-huh. Walking your way to the war. That's half the battle. So, um, and it's like once you out, you know, you may get that anxiety, you know, uh, knowing that you're going to the field. But once you out there, it's like I'm I'm here. I might as well, you know, get into something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the type of mentality you should have. And it kind of forces yeah. you, you know. And, you know, there's little tips and tricks to how to to build your confidence up. But um, I say the number one key is listening. When you have somebody teaching you or trying to enlighten you on something or give you knowledge on something, you're not too keen about it's the the number one thing is listen listen follow directions and hear yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. it's it's basically just like you know basically just you know being open-minded and just like just seeing because the thing is you learn more about yourself as you do the approaches you'll learn more about yourself and my and when they because my open-minded uh, clients they've gained results like they've gone on dates they've they've done things and it's like randall's even been on his first day too actually so uh what? Oh, but oh, um, shit. Gotta say congratulations to my boy right there. Yeah, boy, I mean, right? it's like, and the clients are close minded. They're just like, they're not trying to be a sponge. They're not trying to absorb, and it's like they're trying to go off of their own beliefs. Like, like Tony, one of my other clients. I think you met him before. I think you met Tony before. Um, Tony, he thinks that he he tries to he he will get in like he'll debate with me. He'll tell me, well, why can I do things this way? I'm like, okay, well, look, man, I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna debate with you. Just do things your way and see how it plays out for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you to do things your way. You want to do things your way? Go ahead and do things your way. Then you tell me, why isn't this working? It's like, dude, I mean, like, you want to continue to do things your way? It's like. <laughs> so he, <laughs> be all complicated. So he thinks that he follows steps. If he, follow, if he follows all the steps, he's going to be successful. Wrong. If This is not if you follow all the steps, you're going to be successful. It's if you channel the steps if you if you don't look at this as steps if you incorporate this into your emotion see this ain't steps this is emotion this is channeling your emotion in certain ways in certain keen points like this isn't steps these are emotional trigger points that lead to success this ain't this isn't steps that lead to success if you look at this as just steps and scripts they're gonna like you're you're automatically coming off of somebody who's just rehearsing and rehearsing and scripting so it's like you have to be emotionally invested in this. You gotta, you gotta make this a part of yourself. You get what I'm saying? Like the minute you leave the house, you gotta make this a part of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a bunch of steps, bro. Like I'm not teaching nobody no steps. This is just, you know, trying to channel this part of yourself. Just become, mm-hmm. like, just, just how do I, I don't know, how do I get it out in a simple term? Just basically extract all these elements of your character. To where it's like, oh, now you can relate to what people are talking about. You can connect to what people are talking about. You can break the ice with people mm-hmm. on an emotional level, not just follow steps. Because that's logic. And I had to break Randall out of that, too. Randall was being logical. He was looking at this as logical steps. And it's like, no, this isn't logical steps. These are mm-hmm. these are emotional yeah. trigger points that you get out of people by connecting with them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that's very, and that's a good thing. Do you also think that what hesitates some people into approaching these uh specific type of ladies that they find 
afraid to approach is usually they feel like they're not well, interested. I mean, these guys, most guys tend to get scared. They, they're only scared to approach women they're really attracted to. So it's like they want to approach, like, they'll, a client will tell me, oh, I've approached 10, 11 girls today. Okay, cool. All right, so now when you're with me, I'm like, you know I know your type. It's like, you know I know when you're lying. So it's like, at the beginning of the course, you tell me what your type is. Okay, cool. You want tall, okay, mm-hmm. blonde hair, curly hair? Okay, cool. Right over here. Cool. Then they see the other girl, and they start talking to her friend. He starts talking to her friend. I'm like, that girl has nothing to do with what you were after. It's like, you're giving her a fake compliment, mm-hmm. and it's like, she's like, kind of getting that you're not giving her a real compliment based on your emotion because your body is not communicating it. And the girl that you're really into, you know, you don't end up really talking to her. But you told me this week you approached like 10 or 11 of those girls that you were into that looked just like the one you didn't talk to today. So it's like, oh Lord. Sometimes I have to let go. Obviously, there's just attitude, it's just attitude over the place. It's like they think these these things, they think that the way they move is going to work for them. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not here to debate with you. Honestly, if you feel like that's going to work for you, bro, that's going to work for you. You know, I can't tell you what's going to work for you. But if you're open minded, I can tell you what, what the percentile is for you. But yeah, so it's it's more so of just being open minded and just like you know connecting with your with yourself because it's like whatever you're scared to do, do it right now, and that's what my client. It's like if you're really attracted to this right. type of girl, okay, well why don't you just approach girls you're really attracted to? Don't just approach girls just approach girls out of impulse to prove to me that you're not scared to approach girls. It's like yeah, well prove to me that you know so prove to yourself most importantly that you could approach the girls that you're really you know what I'm saying that you're really inclined with. It's like I don't know about you, bro, but I'm not gonna. I only approach girls that I'm, that I'm attracted to, 100%. I'm not going to... Because it's like you're wasting her time and you're wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? And the clients doing that, they they, they understand that, okay, well, hmm, if I'm approaching this girl and I give her a fake compliment and I get the number and she doesn't hit me back up, why do I think that... Why do I think that I'm not going to get hit back up? Like, how could you go about that? Well, what do you think the reason is being? Energy. That's right. Body, it's all about that like, energy, them vibes. You know, some people have it, some people don't. Some people that have it, they're open-minded to it. Some people that don't have it, they're not open-minded to it. So that's why I say some people have it, some people mm-hmm. don't. And, and yeah, because I know my boy Randall, I remember seeing him in Shoot, middle school, man. And, I, and hearing these results, yeah, man, goddamn. I'm outstandingly clapping. I thought he told boy. you guys already. Did he tell you like, He didn't tell you what? Hell no. Nah, he, nah, he didn't tell nothing. That boy keeping it all. So basically, this girl he works out at home people with. So basically, <laughs> um, he. Oh, yeah. That, Did he tell I, you about I that? I know which girl you're talking about. Yeah, I remember uh, we was discussing it when uh, oh, we got- was all over there. Oh. He went through with it. Oh, yeah, you were there at the time he had the kickback at his house? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then you must know then. Okay, yeah. So, basically, they went to a park, and uh, it was a picnic. He put on, he put, he put, he put on a, like, a blanket at the park, bought some chips. They were sitting down. He said he had his arm around her. It was chill. You know, it was a good vibe. Oh, I mean, God yeah. damn. That's congratulations. Yeah, I'm happy for the boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
you know, obviously he's around people, you know, all the time. You know, he does have breaks. You know, he's in a retail environment. You know, but right now, ultimately, I want him to pursue the person he's talking to. I want him to just, you know, just stay fixated, do the best he can. If he really is interested in this person, perform at his best and do the best that he can to pursue this person. Um, other than that, yeah, he has he has a date. He's actually seeing this girl from his job. So I want him to actually be conscious about the situation and actually, you know, actually go accord. Yeah, I truly want him to learn, learn how to deal. You know, learn the female, so you know you can use it towards other situations when you're, you know, um, study, study the way she exactly. she reacts when you say certain things or, yeah. So, yeah, that's really it. It's, it's, a, a, it's a science. He taught to you it, but she was like, um, nope. But that's how exactly. Said it. That's exactly this is this is quote unquote oh. exactly what he said. He said, I tried to kiss her, but she was like, Nope. <laughs> he wasn't smooth with the operation. He yeah, wasn't it's in sync. Yeah, emotions it. gotta be in sync, man. Honestly, it's not his fault. You know, I do encourage and I'm I'm actually happy he actually tried to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because he 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 falls trying Yeah. He got his feet wet. He That's he fails. That's exactly what I encourage him. I said, nah, I Understand why you fail. No to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you say it's all no about creating that perfect moment and vibe. He's gonna learn yeah. that too. He, he just uh, he just still slowly he's merging his, wet, his man. confidence. Oh. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Get your feet in, you dig with. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the perks right there. Once you get your dick wet, you feel confident. And motherfucker. J. Cole once said in one of his songs, get my feet wet. Get my dick wet, but I never let it soak. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mind you throw translate on some of those cats right there. Let it soak. They like, wait, what? Don't let it soak. <laughs> it gets pruny. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, um. I want soggy feet. Yeah, like for um, first of all, um, since we're telling everybody about that, everybody, um, if you are interested in the pickup course, the magic it's a magic savage kick, kickstarter what is course, it? magic starter. Um, usually, clients look at the channel. They can just they'll if you go on my YouTube channel, follow me, yeah. Arthur the Magic Savage. You can send me an email, and then we can start to today. For the guys that don't know how to talk to ladies, or at least break the ice and actually like you know connect with women on a real level. Go ahead and take this Kickstarter course. It's offered for you guys right now. Um, it's an icebreaker. This is see this as an icebreaker, and then also see this as a dynamic changer. So it's like this change the way you see women. It's gonna change the way you 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 talk to them, obviously, because it's like, I mean, picture yourself in the conversation. What is your purpose of approaching this female? What what are you what are you trying to illustrate to this female? You get what I'm saying. Most guys they'll see the girl they're trying to get at, but it's like they have these senseless conversations about nothing for like 10 minutes and then at the end they'll ask oh can i get the number and i'll give an example of tony like we shot tony and uh he told this girl okay pick a card put it back in okay oh you want to see another magic trick okay cool showed her another magic trick showed her another magic trick showed her another magic trick she was like yeah that's cool yeah yeah the reaction was not not even you can say a reaction it was like a it was like a sympathetic reaction so and, it, and the girl was like, okay, cool, yeah. 
That was cool. Yay. And gave him the hand clap. Once the hand clap was done, he was like, oh, uh, can I get your number, by the way? She gives him the number. He thinks, I follow all the steps. Did the magic trick. She's impressed. Got the number. Goes good. Hits her up next day. No response. So, basically, it's just like, like you, like you said, Aaron, like, you got to see how they react to certain things. And things have to just add up. You get what I'm saying? Things have to, for guys that don't understand, I, I know you guys understand, but for the guys that don't understand, that are on the podcast, everything you do, there's got to be a reason that summarizes the theme of why you were approaching this girl in the first place. It has to add up. It's not just, oh, yeah, yeah, I like cows too. Cool, cool, yeah, I like, oh, I go to the mall all the time too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, you like burgers, like burgers too. Can I get your number? What the fuck, bro? Yeah, you just showed me you a canary, basically. It's a fallacy, bro. It's, like it'll that. be a big fallacy saying, That's oh, we're, we're both agreeing, we're both agreeing, we're both agreeing. You're trying to agree with everything she's telling you to 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 generate attraction. And it's like, you're just trying to agree with everything she's saying. You're illustrating low-value traits. You're already illustrating low-value traits because you're, you're, basically, submissive. you're basically submitting yourself into her opinions. You're in her world now. She's got you. She can easily have you if she wants you. Mm-hmm. If she wants you, yeah. It was that old song they had on, um, I think it was Beauty Shop, where he's like, I'll take your man. I'll lock him up. I'll put him in the cock and lock. What? It's <laughs> an old ass <laughs> song. Oh, shit. But shit, basically like that. That bitch got you in the pocket lock right there. God damn. You gotta replace that P with the S when that when that shit start. You gonna be on repeat on this. I'll yes, man. Chair, like. Oh, I'll kick yeah. chair. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you get like flexing. I was like, why is my ass lifting now? Oh, 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 the home out. studying women, understanding women, and I can't even say we fully understand them. Nope. Um, but, you know, having the knowledge of how to deal with a woman is, is super important because, I mean, our future, most of us, our future is to, you know, settle down, have a wife, but, um, you know, we can't get there if we don't get out there in the field and try we can't expect everything to happen osmosis, but um, in closing, um, I just want uh, Arthur shout out your um, your handles again, bro, because I want people to really uh, get that opportunity. Right, right. So uh, you can follow me on social media at Arthur the Magic Savage. So you can follow me on my YouTube channel at Arthur the Magic Savage. And if you also want to join my Kickstarter course or my Magic Savage. 
breaking breaking the ice with girls, using magic to break the ice with women, take uh take my email down. It's arthurgomez 200 com. Go ahead and send me an email if you guys are interested in taking the course. This is a magic course slash women dynamic course. And you're going to get whatever you put in. I'm going to be honest with you right now, here on and out. If you, if you come in with a closed mind and you <laughs> think that the way I move doesn't work for me, hey, it may, it's not going to work for you. But I can tell you it works for me. I will show you right in front of your face. Ask all, any of my clients. I will even sit down with you. You can talk to my clients. You can even come with me one-on-one. You can, you can pick point ones for me, and you can see what works for me. We can hit the field. All my clients, I stand true to what I say. So if anybody believes for a second that this course is what it appears, and I'm not saying it appears to be, hit the field with me. We can go anywhere you want. And I will show you. Hit the field. That's what I say. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, you want me to illustrate that? Right? Get to work. <laughs> yeah, what that nigga said. Hurry get up. To work. Get to work. Hurry up. Man. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> get to work. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. No. Hurry up. Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> so y'all gotta get to work. Um, y'all know where y'all know where to to hit us at, man. We uh we always here at Black Market zero two seven five on Instagram. We on um YouTube Black Market two seven five, Twitter Black Market Black Market two seven five. You know, same thing. So, uh, yeah, we here, y'all. Y'all want to shout y'all handles up? Catch me on Instagram at uh, on styleboat underscore x underscore hero. That shit long than a motherfucker, but you don't yeah, catch me on shit it. It's too damn long. <laughs> Who is but, like uh, longer than the bed? Goddamn. <laughs> y'all want to uh, thank. Thank you, Art, for uh, for featuring, bro. We appreciate your knowledge and your wisdom, sharing it with us. Um, thank everybody for listening. Continue to listen. Um, if you guys haven't watched the um, the crazy daring questionnaires part three, go ahead and watch that on the Black Market two seven five YouTube page. Yeah, some views, man. You got some views it's on crazy. that. Crazy, it's funny. Um, Yes, sir. Trying to. Um, we also got some new stuff coming up. We got some ideas. The brain meets never stop working. Shout out to Dashy. So um, we we gonna we gonna catch y'all next. Oh, week. Shit. Y'all have a good one. And peace.